<clears throat> so more of the worms do show up. Uh, you guys are able to deal with them. Um, yeah, I come running back around. Hey guys, you'll never believe what I just- Whoa! And I, yeah, a, a worm spawns next to me and I just <clears throat> jump out of the way. Yeah. So, uh, you hear Malo from the inside. Um, you hear him do a bit of cleanup. Mm. Um, and it looks like he is able to, uh, looks like there was a similar, similar situation on, okay. on the inside of this APC. Mm. Um, Although they didn't make it out quite as well as your guys did. Um, Melo uh, walks out, um, uh, back out, says, it is not pretty in there. Yeah, we oh. had a similar experience. Is it sailed? Do we have enough crew to keep it operational, or does one of us need to drive it? Um, I can pilot it. Alright, we'll escort. Let's move out. Alrighty. So... Uh, with that, uh, you guys kind of keep driving. Um, I radio back to our APC to make sure they're okay. Uh, yeah, but they uh, have started. They so what you realize is that the this area they you're not sure whether or not that they might be having worms over there too. Mm-hmm. So do you think uh, one of us should go back over and make sure they get to their place safely? Yeah, why don't me and you go back? Sounds good. Then. And then Noir, you stay with this one. Yeah, two here, two over there. Ten four, and uh, I will. I guess at this point, can we spend like repair capacities to like cool yep. ourselves off? Yep. And stuff? You can. You can turn off all your. You can fix yourselves up. Okay, I'll spend two more repairs to get back up to full health and negate my heat. Uh, does Chris, you, you don't need to use? How do you have sixteen HP? Um, just a sec. I think if he puts two in hull. Well, yeah, no. yeah. I oh, okay. Yeah, because okay. I have fifteen. Yeah. Okay. All right. How much yeah. left do you have, John? Only 11, but I didn't put any points in home. Yeah. So, uh, Chris, you only need to spend a repair in order to fix structural damage. Heat right. is free. All right, cool. All right, so yeah, uh, I will move out with this and, you know, make sure to keep the damn worms off of the APC's back. Yep. So, <clears throat> you guys are able to get out of the, uh, it seems like they were confined to a specific territory. Yeah. You pass over some, um, so a, a, you pass over into a what you feel like is a probably different uh, territory for these things. Yep. And they kind of hiss at you as you leave, but they don't follow. Okay. Um, and uh, with that, um, you, with two per APC, um, you eventually get close enough to reestablish a, um, a like, conventional signal with the, all the other uh, APCs. Um, it looks like similar. They all report similar things, uh, although the rest were able to fight off their uh, teams. Mm. Um, were they all attacked by guerrilla teams, or was it all these like three out of the four were? One was not. Okay, interesting. Jeez. But uh, that what that means is that <clears throat> in the fourth one that was not attacked, no one went inside the APC ah, until uh, it was too late. Mm. So, so you all, um, as you're moving up. The snow seems to be getting a little less severe, but what you see in front of you, what look and what comes into view, is a very large dome. Um, it seems massive in its scale. Um, you can only you can see the, kind of see the top of it and everything, but as you get closer, you realize how how large it actually is. Um, you would say it's easily the size of a city. Hmm. Hmm. Um, and over your comms. Um, Cash said, this is a fuck. This is a fucking mess. But, that being said, y'all made it with the materials. Welcome to Surya. Sorry, Surya? Yeah. S-U-R-Y-A. Surya. 
So, what can you tell us about this place, Cash? Uh, well, do I sound like a tour guide? You, you can. We'll give you a briefing once you're in. Just get in the gate. All right. And with that, uh, beside of the dome, you see that there is a uh, large uh, gate. Uh, seems to be heavily fortified, um, which slowly opens up, um, and uh, you, a gust of hot air uh, shoots out as you can tell from the inside that there is some sort of hangar. Hmm. In single file, the uh, APCs move into the um, move into the hangar and are parked. Um, and all of the surviving mech pilots uh, seems to be, there's about six of you. Huh. Did each one have a group of three? Yep. Oh boy. <laughs> yep. Are we like the only team to have a full three members? You were the only team that all the members survived. That's what I meant, yeah. That's, uh, wow. I mean, technically, did anybody else have, suffer mech destruction, but, like, the pilot survived? Yeah, so the, so, uh, there are six mechs, but, um, one of the, uh, the, the guys on, um, oh, sorry, back up, there, I, I said, I forgot to say that one, the ones that weren't attacked, I'm not counting them. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. The, the guys that weren't attacked... Obviously, all of them are there, yeah. and they're all their mechs are all pristine. They got there first. Oh, nice and shiny. Yeah. So nice you, and shiny until they opened up the APC and just a torrent of blood flowed out. Yeah. So the so yes, there are six left of, of the of the nine that yeah. there would have been. So yeah, yeah only three pilots were lost, but well, seven. We managed to rescue that one guy in the Everest, unless he died en route. No, he, he died. Oh. He died. Yeah. He died, but so. Two from Team B died, and one from... So, so both of Melo's guys died. Yeah. Um, and one guy from the other group died, and the and the uh, other mech has two people in it, essentially. Mm-hmm. So, one pilot, one pilot, uh, sorry, three pilots died. Okay. Yes. All right. All hey. right. So... Uh, so, yeah, um, you guys do kind of a debrief. Um, so, you... Uh, are allowed to go into the APCs, uh, and they send you all in first, actually. Alright. Um, you see that there is actually a very different scene in, in the, uh, in the one that you guys, uh, d- sorry, in the, in your, in the one that was safe versus all the other ones. Yeah. So the one that was safe, uh, it looks like you go inside and the, it seems like all of, you, you're, you're, you're expecting, like, carnage. Like, yeah. You're expecting bodies everywhere. But in actuality, it looks like you walk through and you smell like a horrible burnt smell, um, and, which nor you recognize as you enter into a room that is just full of burnt corpses. Looks like something detonated in here. Um, you don't find any trace of subaltern in this me- in this one, and all the bodies inside have been incinerated. Do subalterns uh, run off of like a similar but smaller core than ours? It would not. It, it wouldn't create an explosion. It wouldn't. It, the subaltern did not explode in here. Okay. So. Hmm. Uh, is there any like obvious patterns of like an explosive that was used? Do any of you have a skill that would help you identify an explosive? Do I? I have blow stuff up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, roll it. First of you can roll two if you'd like. Uh, that is a 15. Uh, I feel like it's a little bit outside pinoff because... Same you, you guys aren't trained that so you'd be able to... Yeah. Uh, so 15. Uh, yeah, this was definitely... It wasn't... Uh, it was definitely some sort of uh, explosive that 
was designed, it wasn't exactly like a professional explosive, but it was designed to essentially get rid of evidence. Okay, so someone managed to make a kind of like impromptu fuel air bomb. Yes. Okay. So yeah, Noir sort of like looks over at the blast patterns. Not shaped enough for thermal packages, but judging by the number of burns, I'd say some sort of improvised fuel air bomb probably pumped fuel directly into the room that threw in something to act as an igniter. And Nor says this very matter-of-factly. Yeah, uh, the rest of the people are very confused, but, um, yeah, uh, the rest of them, it looks like Subalterns all, uh, is gone. Yeah. The subalterns, the subaltern is gone from this one. The other ones, they were all destroyed. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. They were not able to salvage the uh, ones in the other uh, mechs. Oh, uh, right. Sorry, in the other APCs. Mm. Um, yeah, even even the one Melo went in, unfortunately, was not able to salvage. Damn. So. Well, at least we have some. At least we have some processor records. Yeah. Might be able to indicate what did this. Melo start, uh, sorry, uh, Noir starts snooping around the, the vents to see if there was, like, any way that someone could have piped in, like, uh, a gas or explosive. Um, you can, you take a look, um, you don't think so. Mm. Uh. Um, but, again, this is future sci-fi. So yeah, so. Who knows what, who knows what kind of explosive that was, it was. But definitely wasn't a, like, an IED. I mean, yeah, it wasn't well, something that was designed to explode, it was designed to torch. Yeah, well, this wasn't some sort of pipe bomb situation, and you can take a look at the bodies if you want. Yeah. Um, if you have, like... I have, uh... Of any kind. I don't have that. Can I use patch to kind of do, like, reverse peeling? Kind, sure. All I'll right. let you roll. Uh, that is a f- six altogether. You've seen a lot of torch bodies. These look like all those other torch bodies that were torched. Very familiar. But unfortunately, the burns, but uh, whatever they used to torch these bodies manages to remove a lot of evidence of whatever they died, other than the obvious ones. I'm assuming there's, are there like obvious wounds, like stab wounds or anything like that? Like um, the ones consistent with the subalterns we saw before? Um, there's no super huge ones, but you, this could have camouflaged like, Minor like, a thro- like a throat slit or something, okay. but it's... The thing is, the bodies are really burnt up. Okay, and there's no blood shed anywhere else. You think if you got a coroner here, they could probably figure out what like yeah. what was going on? Well, what Noir's basically thinking is, based on the other ones, he has a feeling that everyone in here was either caught completely by surprise, or whatever bomb they used managed to. Oh yeah, that is a question. Are the bodies piled up? They're not piled up, but they are certainly in a strange. Uh, they are. They are. In a strange setup for people that would be standing. Yeah, so so they have been moved, but they're. It's not like oh, this is a, a grave or some sort of thing. It's like they. It's not a stack. Yeah. So it's like clearly they didn't. They weren't all standing in a row, and then oh no, we all fell into a murder pile. Yeah. But you think you do think find it a little suspicious the play that they were all in the same room at the same time. Yeah. So. Unless they were maybe hiding. Yeah. So somebody managed to get them all in here. And then managed to detonate the explosive. Whether it was the subaltern or something else, I can't say. I'll have to add this to my report. And you notice that, like, Noir is making notes this entire time as, like, his cop con. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Kane and Sandra are just kind of, like, sitting in the in the hangar bay when, uh, uh, not really. Yeah. They're, they're kind of shell-shocked. Um, or at least it seems like it. They're not saying anything. Um, and when uh, you see people show up, uh, mm. dressed in very um, fine-looking tactical armor, 
Oh. Wait. Okay. What type of tactical? Um, like, essentially, like, upgraded hard suits. Okay. The kind of security forces would wear. Right. It, yeah. it, it seems like these are the cops. Yeah, okay. Um, a uh, older-looking woman, uh, who seems to be in her early 40s, uh, walks up and says, What the hell is going on here? We were hoping we could ask you. Who is who is in charge here? I. Uh, um. Yeah, I think we'll have to wait for yeah. to get back, so we'll just wait for a bit. So yeah, in a little bit, just re ask the question. Uh, man, to know what the hell is going on here? Yeah, this is a pretty messy situation. I mean, subalterns going crazy out of the blue, getting attacked by somebody piloting a horse mech. Jeez. Yeah. That it's an actual horror smack and not some sort of weird ad hoc thing that we've been fighting before. Mm-hmm. Well, it's believed that the uh, essentially all the NPCs are are driving similar. To the guys. Oh, I see. They're just, just that they don't have the extra gear. So. Yeah, the ones you use are like particularly good. It's like, as far as I'm aware, the stuff that the amazing is driving is like the Lamborghini, the mesh. Whereas everyone else is like dry, driving around their Honda Civics. <laughs> I mean, you say that, but the Honda Civic is an incredibly reliable vehicle. Yeah, and, so the, and the assault mech did a shit ton of damage to you guys. That is true. <laughs> that is very true. In fact, the Ronin literally killed John, so... <laughs> Alright, it managed to do something. Not so fancy with your fancy fucking core abilities. <laughs> Stab you over and over again. <laughs> What are you gonna do? Stab me? Says man whose mech got stabbed. <laughs> so eventually, cops showed up. Yeah. Yep. So, so the whole bunch of guys in tactical armor. Yeah. Very fine-looking tactical armor. And what do they ask us? So the the older woman um, pipes up. All right, who's in charge here? I pointed the captain. <laughs> you see, Malos from Merkin pointed, but then you as well. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, Noir goes, Captain. Are they just here for like also like the whole? They're, they're, they seem to have enough people here to, to yeah, not, so not to like kick this. It's not like a whole army, but it is like a, a squad of probably yeah, about ten. They, they have split us off independently to do uh, investigations. Yeah. Okay. So basically, it's our squad plus Matt. Uh, yeah. Here right now. Yeah. Okay. And, and, okay. And Kane and Sandra are in the background sitting yeah. on the bench. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Because I he doesn't want to like take command of the whole, like all the other mech groups. But what are you talking about? Now you, you like you have a company now, Sean. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, build step forward. Uh, yes, I was in charge. All right, give me explain what's happening here. Um, you know what? Actually, give me your personnel list. Okay. You send it to her. Yep. See her look at the at the see her scroll through. You see her actually caught. You see, her, she was very tense, and uh, uh, you guys can roll. Actually, uh, do you have any skill to read people? No. Nope. Uh, I have grunt, but I think that actually puts me in a negative. No, that would be <laughs> reading people. I doubt it. Most of my stuff is like physically based. So okay, we were designed for social combat. Any, um, anyone can roll something to. T- I mean, you can right. do any roll on Take train. Control. Take Not control. Really, no. No. Huh. Nope. Uh, 13? Um, 16. Uh, so, this person who we're talking to, describe what she looks like exactly. A uh, woman in her early 40s, uh, she has her hair uh, cut in a efficient manner. Okay. Um, but uh, she is 
is wearing um, a small amount of makeup. Seems like she does care about appearances. Okay. But is very professional in her job. So this, right. is, so this is very much like a boss. She's not like hard super. Uh, she's wearing he's wearing the tat same tack here as oh, everyone else. Alright, and, and she has a badge on which clearly looks like some sort of status symbol. Right. Okay, and I apologize, what was the last thing she said? Uh, she just asked for the personnel list, and then she was reading through the personnel list, and what you notice with your 16 is that um, her face was incredibly tense, but she seems to be relieved when she reads through the personnel list. Hmm. Okay. Possibly. And then she, she, so she looks at so she uh <sighs> Alright, sorry about that. So, how many casualties? I give the number of casualties yeah. that we suffered, plus the guy who showed up plus the other squad. Yeah, yeah. so, alright, well, I'll talk to Cash. Um, this, is, this is a very unique situation, and I believe you handled it about as well as you could have. Yeah. Um, any information you can give me? Uh, at this... Noir pulls up, well, I was making an after-action report. It's, it's not entirely finished, and it requires some editing, but you can take a look at it. And it's a compilation of his optical data, Blitz's optical data, for at least from the first fight, and then a bunch of observations that Noir has made that are, like, sort of, like, it seems, like, very scattershot, like, it's just, he was typing stuff down, uh, and, like, it was gonna be edited later. But it, it's, it's still a work in progress. I could probably have a better version of it in, in, in a couple hours. So she's scrolling through it, and she looks at you. How old are you, kid? Nineteen. Mm. <laughs> right. Just so shakes her head slightly and scrolls through. The the important thing is that from the sounds of it, in all cases but one, uh, subaltern was the uh, was planted in the vehicles and attacked the uh, yeah all the people inside. Like a bad slasher, all of it. Well, we will look into that. Any any of our subalterns that will be audited. Mm-hmm. Mess. At least you made it, um, gentlemen. And she motions with her hand, and the uh, <clears throat> you see the detachment uh, move off, and uh, they walk up to all the they kind of corral up all of the people who all the scientists. Yeah. Um, and then she just kind of motions for them to go, and with that uh, they walk off. Kane and Sandra both wave to you guys. I wave back. And Sandra actually breaks off for a second to walk up to whoever's closest, which is uh, Axel. Oh! Uh, and he grabs, she, she grabs like your hand with her hand, says, "Thank you so much." Hey, hey! Anytime. No need to worry. Literally the one person that was not on the APC. <laughs> no, he did the shake. Oh, yeah, he got the shake. I dragged it out of the you way. Of the gave her, you almost gave her a concussion. <laughs> I mean, but also. Yeah, yeah, no, no. You guys told no, me. No, she, she, she absolutely is not, is not holding it against you. You guys did your job. Yeah. So, yeah. This she, is, hey, it's just part of the job. And yeah, I do my best to do, like, the sparkle. Like, if I could make it so that sparkles are appearing around my head and stuff, and, like, there's a rose colored background. <laughs> no, well, 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 in, in your head, like, there's certainly. Yeah, yeah, yeah but it <laughs> definitely. No, yes. and so out of this, like, as there's that moment, uh, Noir leans over and goes, I remind you that fraternization is generally against the uh, code of conduct for our job. Shh. She she just like thing walks off. She walks back beside Kane, um, and they uh, they walk off. Um, and with that, um, the older woman nods to you all and says, um, "You cash will cash will contact you for the orders." 
then she does a little bit of like a nod and a uh, respectful nod and walks off. Alright. So, um, the hangar's quite large. Uh, you notice that there are uh, printers here. Right. Ooh. Oh. So I, I, I head over to that and I just plug in my thing and start requisitioning a new Mac. Well, before that, um, Cash uh, pops up on your guys' uh, communications and says, Alright, so despite this clusterfuck, you guys got you guys got this done, which I respect. <coughs> uh, payment will be coming in um, soon, but for now, uh, if you could all just hang tight. Uh, you know what? Go ahead and uh, take a look around. Uh, here, and with that, um, you are all pinged. Um, a documents file, uh, and you all have uh, a uh, fake ID. What? Um, so uh, ah, so we're not obviously mercenaries. Yes. So again, because people hate generally look frown upon people who are off world uh, from off world, uh, they provide you with fake IDs so that you can use. Um, apparently, apparently, it says that you are all mercenaries from Blade, which is a uh, Another planet in the uh, in the graph where uh, apparently they manufacture weapons and mercenaries. Hmm. So and so the as our cover story that we're like sympathetic to the union cause and we've kind of joined on our own will. Nope, not that you're sympathetic to the union. You're just hired guns from Blade, okay. which people are okay with because that's just ah uh, because we're the they're the amoral mercenary planet. No, no, they're just that's just the place where mercenaries. I mean, like the people know that. In the same way that in, that you wouldn't go up to someone who's a mercenary in real life and be like, Hey, tell me about all the people you murdered. Yeah. People probably aren't going to be like, people are going to be wary of you because you're trained killers. Right. But people aren't going to be like, oh, you're a scumbag, you work for Union. Right. You're just, you're just a mercenary. Right. And what type of mercenary depends on what type of person you are. So. Yeah. Right. Okay. So you can tell people, I, I'm a mercenary. And I, but I'm from here. I'm yes. not from out there. I'm from here. Yes. We're local. Totally. Yes. What kind of fake names do we have? Uh, what do you want your fake name to be? Something really stupid. Alright, uh, your fake name is Eugene Gallblast. <laughs> okay, so I'm just, my eyebrow is twitching a little as I'm reading this. Uh, don't worry, Eugene, I'm sure you'll get used to it. What does the kid have? <laughs> uh, Um, his name is Ace Starshine. Oh. Oh, oh, well that's really nice, eh? Oh, come the fuck on! What, you act like I want this. I'm just... <laughs> and what did I get? I'm just shaking my head at you. Since this is what we're doing now. Uh, your name is Delta Amos. Okay, I can work that. <laughs> yeah, you are, you are the leader of the, this company, which is Company 223. Mm-hmm. Alright. Uh, is Cash still on the line? Yes. Alright, uh, I just asked, uh, Mr. Cash, who's that woman we just talked to? She seems important. Uh, she's, uh, she's the head, she's the head of, uh, <coughs> security in this district. Um, uh, her name is Madeline Weiss. Hmm. Is that a name? Is that, is that a name person? Is that, name? Did I... that sounds about right, yeah. One second, let me look this up. Weiss is a name, yes. No, that is not a named character in some other media. <laughs> I know Weiss's name of your... Is yeah, yeah, yeah. Your... My theme. Yeah, well, you didn't... Uh, you, uh, you don't own that word. 
But yes, Matt, your name is Madeline Weiss. What if I do and I like pull up the actual patent for white insurance? You can't look. No. <laughs> Alright. Alright, uh, yeah. And she is the head of district security. <clears throat> but yeah, go ahead. Uh, have a good time. And with that, uh, you guys uh, you guys see the opposite side of the hangar open up. Um, and you see what the inside of the dome looks like. So? So, uh, Surya... Uh, uh, Surya? Sorry, Surya is, uh, is a large domed city um, where the center is a large processing plant and factory area hmm. um, that is called the core. Um, and then the uh, people and uh, communities live in what's called the ring, which is at the edge of the dome. Hmm. Um, the edge of the dome is... So, <clears throat> um, as you're walking in... Uh, so, oh, sorry, is there anything you want to do in the hangar? Um, I want to get my mech rebuild. Alright, so, um, having completed the mission, you're all uh, awarded, uh, as part of the process, a new license. Level. Yes! So, if you want to print something else, you can. Now we can get personalized models. So, yeah. so I'll be building the swallowtail. All right. So you, you all, you I, all. I, 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 I get in my bag, pull it over, have it like detach the hat, put it next to the <laughs> where the swallowtail is going to be built. You're just going to have a new hat. You've got, you have no, you no, have. No, I, I want it to be the same hat. Uh, I want this to be an Indiana Jones hat. Yes. Okay. No, I was thinking it's like uh, the one thing that Panoptica has honor at all times is like a. 3D modeling, like a, a, a do, an AutoCAD file of the hat that she yeah, just plugs into something. I was going to say that you have the exclusive padded to the AutoCAD file. <laughs> okay, fine. Um, just in case your mech blows up at any point. Yeah. I'm taking a look at available licenses. Do I have anything noticeable from Horace by any chance? No, you have not gotten an email from Horace saying, hey, you're cool, get um, in here. Well, you have I'll, I'll give them time. I'll give them time. I mean, like, maybe they're waiting on contacting you. Maybe it's in the mail. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the meantime, maybe you want to get the. Uh... Mm. Oh yeah. Oh so, yeah. So you guys are all browsing the catalog of of uh, licenses as the uh, as you uh, enter into the rim. Yeah. So um, as you're walking in, um, you get access to the uh, local intranet, um, which uh, gives you a uh, tourist brochure uh, level of information. Um, about, uh, Surya. Hmm. Uh, so Surya is a domed city with a consistent climate. Uh, the artificial sunlight within it, uh, is maintained 24-7, um, and is used to keep away prongs, which is, yeah, when you press the prong button to, to go to the Wikipedia yeah, page, you see images of those, um, worm, worm monsters. So, those things are apparently, uh, purely nocturnal and do not respond well to sunlight, so it is sunlight- all the time. Ah, I see it. Twenty-four-seven sunlight. Was it night when we? No, we but it was the, snowy. The snow cover was so it's not so much that it has to be like completely evening, but it's just direct sunlight. It's very they they don't like it. It irritates their skin, so they can come out when it's when there's enough cloud cover or in the evening. Um, so yeah, twenty the lights are on twenty-four-seven here. Um, but you all people have um, blackout blinds and are set up in ways that allow them to. Right. Um, additionally, the reason why it's 24-7 light out is because the factory is always around. Mm. So, uh, <clears throat> the artificial sunlight keeps the prongs away. Uh, there are still occasional incidents, but for, most, for the most part, a solved issue. Um, Surya is also the processing hub of Trident, 
Um, they use mechs for a variety of construction and processing jobs. Um, and despite the fact that the city is a hotbed of, of uh, factory work, uh, people live a somewhat uh, laid-back and comfortable lifestyle um, due to the strong union um, that uh, controls workers' rights in this city. Hmm. Um, they, uh, people working intermittently with subalterns and um, in and uh, shift schedules designed for individual workers to optimize their efficiency, um, people are able to work an amount where they are the most useful and then take the rest of the time off. Um, that with the excess amount of leisure time, um, Surya has developed a uh, very diverse um, culture um, around, which is, you know, uh, has its very own unique art style and um, fashion style. You get some additional um, information about the grass that um, it is not uh, exclusive to Trident that uh, the people in the grass tend to be, want to be on the higher end of fashion. Mm. Um, you, as you were walking around, individual people um, are all wearing some sort of flair. Um, people here are pretty well-dressed for the most part. You don't see a lot of slovenly people. Most people are decently in shape, but, you know, there are people of all sizes. It's just everyone seems probably pretty healthy. Mm. Alright. So they value efficiency, um, balancing a work-life balance, and the health of all. So Good policies. Yep. Uh, so people here, there's a generally high quality of life, and uh, people enjoy their work. Hmm. There's always there's plenty of work, and work uh, is adjusted based on population, and population density and everything is taken into account uh, yep. at all parts of the year. So you could say it is a pretty ideal society. Hmm. Nice. You can kind of see Noir, and like he does kind of engage it somewhat suspiciously. Like, yeah, there's, he, like, to so many people that seem to be in a good mood. Yeah, well, that, not only that, but, you know, like, he's also dealt with people that on the outside, everything was hunky-dory, and then on the inside, there was this terrible, horrible core of evil. So he's like, it looks like he's waiting for the other shoe to drop. Yeah, I'm just, uh, checking out everything that's going by, like, you know, uh... Uh, smelling the smells coming from restaurants and stuff, checking out the girls that are passing by, just, you know, absorbing the atmosphere of this uh, interesting sort of cultural vibe. That there is a about. weirdly suburban feel based yeah. on, on, the, on the vids you've seen of uh, po uh, uh, pre... Uh, well, I guess it, it wouldn't... There, there aren't really any, any uh, definitive... Uh, there, there are images and videos of, of the past of Cradle, mm -hmm. and there is there was a bit of, like, in some of the... You, you've you at one point seen a historical video where well, of what suburban life was like. Okay. And this seems kind of similar to that, in a kind of, like, you might even call it a fashionable suburban style. Yeah. Where you, there are small communities, everyone seems to be walking around, there doesn't seem to be any... For, for, trans, for uh, any sort of transport, there are... Uh, a, there are vehicles, uh, there are, not, not hover, but like essentially aerial vehicles that, that are used to transport people to and from large area, large population centers, yeah. uh, but there's not a lot of people driving, like anything that is wheeled is, seems to be a utility vehicle and people seem pretty content to walk around. Okay, so... So we're walking around and I'm just... So, if we're going to be staying here, then we're going to need to find, like, a, you know, 
place to sleep, like, you know, hostel, hotel, something similar. I'd imagine that they'd probably provide us with barracks. Yeah, like, what's the situation with that? I checked our fake ID for anything that it says like that. Uh, so under address, it says, uh, it is blank. Um, uh, but you guys, so the, uh, your contact, um, so you actually are contacted by Gen, who's your union handler. Um, and he says, uh, I, I see you've made it to uh, Syria. I heard there were some hiccups. You could say that. Um, again, uh, we will be needing you for, as I explained before, for a prolonged period of time. Um, so we will be providing accommodations. Um, we have we can we can add to your per diem if you would like to stay within somewhere within the city as long as you are easily in a place that is, can, you can easily reach the hangar, mm. um, or you can stay in one of the the uh, uh, barracks uh, bunks. I'll take a barrack. Okay. Yeah. How about you, Cap? What's your preference? Uh, I'll stick with you two wherever you're going. Well, I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to go far, so basically, let's uh, stick with the kid. We'll hop into the barracks. Alright, um, actually, I'm gonna just do a quick scroll for, like, local, like, near the barrack, near the the hangar, like, hotel, hotel thing. There's a nice B- B&B. You know what? Um, uh, say, a meal. Hmm? Since, we're or, getting a, since we're getting a per diem anyway. Or, sorry, I should say, ace. Um, like, you've stayed at a lot of barracks and stuff like that before, right? Uh, yes. Well, have you ever been to a B&B? No. Well, oh man. Dude, it is. Like, okay, they call it a B&B because it is bed and breakfast. So we're talking, like, locals basically putting up this nice little place, but, you know, fully customized, and we're going to get to try the local culture and the barracks also provides a bed and or breakfast. But not like this. You can get a... Like, there, a there are many flavors of gruel. <laughs> Listen, you gotta try everything at least once. <laughs> All right. Hey, Ace, come on. Remember that we're, uh... That you're not a grunt anymore. You're a hotshot pilot now. Yeah. Live a little. Mm-hmm. I guess. There we go. That's the spirit. I mean, it was... Also, in this case... This way we have, you know, a little bit of space if, you know, somebody decides to take out the entire barracks with a rogue, with a rogue, uh, some Yeah, rogue. yeah, exactly. Fair point. N- yeah, we're, this way we're not keeping all the space eggs in one space basket. Alright. You do realize you don't have to qualify everything <laughs> with the word space, right? Well, I don't have to, but I want to. Such is the what label of cosmopolitan. I gotta, I gotta wonder if, like, laid eggs in space, like, that does anything to the shape of the egg. Yeah, I think it does. Perfect. Uh, they're very dense, perfectly spherical. I, I would think it would have an effect on, on an egg. I they're, I don't know if they send chickens to space. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so you find yourself a nice bed breakfast. Okay. Paint to say picture, Joey. So it's in a uh, small supper near the uh, near the hangar. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks like a lot of the people here. So. Uh, contrary to the inner part of the rim, where people, yeah. most of the people there work at the factory, most of the people out on the outside of the rim work in the hangars. Yeah. Um, so, also, I'm um, sorry to ask, uh, regarding the dome and stuff, like, how many plants are there in this sort of city? Like, is oh, it... There's, there's foliage. Hmm. Yep. It's, it, 
Um, so foliage grows outside. They just mm. brought it in. Okay, cool. Yeah. The the air is like the outside air is earth breathable, isn't it? If I remember correctly. Yeah. 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 So it is. It's just you don't want to be out there because of all the monsters. Yes. And they're not really that bad. It's just like it's also very. It's cold. it's not it's not winter all the time. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure. It's not a perpetual winter because again, these plants were, were designed to be. They, they chose this system specifically because the plants were comfortable. Because yeah. it was supposed to be a resort system. It's not ice planet. Yeah. Not, not, like, I don't know. It could be skiing planet. That's true. Like there's other measures they could have taken to deal with these things, but this seemed to be the most economical one for them, I guess. Yeah. You'd have, you'd have to go find out the, the history of why. Well, a lot of cities are built for dumb reasons and with dumb technology. Yeah. But this one seems to be okay. Alright, so yeah. we So, what does this bed and breakfast look like? Uh, so, it is just a, a smaller red domicile. Um, it's made up of what looks like uh, fabricated um, uh, pieces, but they are uh, very tastefully arranged. Um, it has a bit of a filigree style to it, like some of the, uh, it's, that seems to be a common style uh, component, is this sort of like gold filigree on, on panels. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a little white picket fence and a gate, um, and it, with a big welcome sign on it. Um, okay, and as nice. You, and as you uh, pass the threshold and enter inside, there is a uh, rotund woman, um, looks to be in her maybe 50s. Okay. Um, sitting behind a desk. It just says, well, welcome there. How you doing? Hey, we're doing pretty well, miss. How are you doing today? Oh, I haven't seen you around here. You must be from outside. You might say that. I'm gonna... Don't, don't, don't tell me. I'm gonna guess. You're from... You're from Blade, I bet. Got it in one. Dang, she's... Oh, I knew it. I knew it. I would get them. <laughs> These eyes of mine haven't gone yet. You, uh, and you, you realize that you're all kind of still, like, you haven't taken showers. Yeah. yeah. So you're all kind of still a bit roughed up and have a bit of oil stains. Um. Maybe even some dried blood that's not. Panopica's just, like, covered in, like, weird oil. Oh, you're just, you are a mess. But, like, you, like, you, like, you're not disgusting. You're not, like, an oil slick, but, like, you, you, like, wiped yourself off with a towel. You didn't take a shower. Yeah. Also, how long are we planning to stay on this planet? We're here for a until they tell you to not. Yeah, okay. I think it was like a couple months or something. At least they, said, they said the system. Yeah. yeah. So you don't know if you're going to be on this planet the whole time, mm. but essentially, it's, it, I believe it was a couple weeks. All right. They, it was your contract. Okay. So how long do you rent your rooms out for? Oh, um, usually it's uh, three days minimum. Okay. All right. Well, how about, yeah. Um, we'll do three days now, and then if uh, yeah. we're here after that, we'll extend our stay. That's fine with me. Um... We will be using the same room. Um, what are your rooms like? Yeah. Oh, I can take you on a tour. And she takes you on a very nice little tour, each room. So there's rooms for couples, rooms just for families, rooms for individuals. Mm. Okay. Um, so you guys can kind of do whatever you want. There's not really any three-person rooms specifically. There's not, like, any with three beds. But the family rooms are, like, one mat, one big bed, and then two small beds in the sense of... Okay, the parents and yeah. the children uh-huh. with the possibility of a futon. Yeah. I mean, uh, Panoptica is like, uh, lived, lived on ships, so she's yeah. used to All like... All these look like a lot of space and they're very nice. Yeah, so she doesn't actually mind sharing 
like a bunk with you guys. Yeah, sure. Gabe, uh, Noir seems to have no problems. Yeah. Though he does seem to be like, again, still eyeing things suspiciously. Like, you can tell he's not very comfortable in this particular situation. Yeah. Right. So the, the lady actually puts her hand on your shoulder and Now, what's, what's wrong there? Uh, it's Are just... You right? Yeah, I just, you know, never really lived in a place like this before. Oh, what a compliment. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? I'm just going to try and make your stay as fun as possible. Oh, we really appreciate that, Miss. Thank you. Yeah, we'll take a family room, I think. Yeah. The three of us. Mm-hmm. Well, isn't that wonderful? All right. Well, uh, here you go. She hands you a, a set of key cards. Fantastic. Okay. Well, um, what time do you usually serve breakfast around? Oh, well, it, uh, well, we're very flexible, you know. Okay. Sun never goes out here, so, uh. <laughs> Alright. What, what, we, uh, we're flexible. What, uh, what time, what time does work for you? I think... Right now, you're only guest. Hmm. Well, I think we're also pretty flexible, so, uh. Panoptica chooses a time based on the current time of day and eight hours moving forward from that <laughs> around I'm not going to go too in-depth about yeah, the yeah. food schedule okay, for yeah. you guys. Yeah. So you yeah. get one that works for you. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, Tadoptica does some quick <laughs> math. Oh, wait. I forgot this was a sci-fi game. Oh, a robot shows up. Tadoptica <laughs> uh, does some quick math. Figures out, like, the amount of time it'll take for her to, like, shower and get to, and go to sleep. And then, like... And add half an hour. Yeah. Yeah. And then <laughs> adds, adds an amount of time and the, like says, we'll take breakfast around here this time. Yeah. All right. Thank you very much, Miss. Well, you have a great time. You as well. Your name is? I am Cassandra. Cassandra. Pleasure to meet you. I hold my hand out and give her my best wing smile. I'm at Eugene. Ooh, Eugene. That's a very unique name. Eugene Gallblast. Ooh. I've never heard of such a... Interesting name. You blade people are so unique. Yeah, <laughs> unique. She uh, puts her big, her big hands and shakes you. Uh, am I? Is it Starshine or Star? Starshine. Yeah, Ace I, Starshine. Yeah, uh, I'm Ace Starshine, and like Noir gives like a very sort of like two fingered salute as he doesn't really seem Ooh, very official. <laughs> I can see why uh, this will be new for you. Uh huh. I'm. Sorry, I forgot my character's last name. Delta name. something. Uh, yeah. Del- Delta... Delta Amos. Yeah, Delta Amos. Pleasure. Mm-hmm. Right, we'll just get ourselves settled up. Yeah, well, yeah, we're gonna get settled Well, I'll be at the desk if you need anything. Okay. Alright, thank you. Oh. Alright, we are officially now in downtime. Yay! Okay. So... So... The first thing... But I'm going to throw her hat on the big bet. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm too busy now. Okay, you're going to set the grid, you're going to fight over the bed. <laughs> but, well, actually... I uh, immediately use jackhammer. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, the bed is destroyed. The shrapnel hits Ace. Oh, sorry, it hits Axel. Oh. Okay, so... No, Eugene. Eugene, sorry. <laughs> oh. Um, well, I think Eugene was getting hit by debris. Right, so... Um... I was actually going to say that she sets up her Omnihook terminal. Ah, yeah. And it's going to, like, start decrypting that data. Alright, yeah, you start. Oh, yeah, did we, did we hand over the, uh, the drive that we took out of the one subaltern? You didn't say you did. Okay, so I guess we still have that. Yeah. 
Mm. So yeah, um, when you see the when like Noir sees you setting up the Omni Hook, like uh, he like pulls up a chair and he's like, "Are you going to try and decrypt that uh, drive that we still have?" Uh, it's on my list. I also got some personal data out of all the mech scraps. Uh, anything I can do to help? Um, well, how good are you in, at encryption? Uh, I knew some basic ciphers when I worked with the Legionnaires. That's not really the same thing. Sorry. Mm. Um, why don't you just get yourself cleaned up and I'll uh, tell you when I've got something. Okay. And, like, Noir doesn't have, like, a lot of stuff, but he sits down on the bed and you notice that he's, like, kind of surprised. He's like, oh, I've never had a bed this soft before. Mm-hmm. Ah. Like we said, the finer things. Hmm. Alright, speaking of, uh, I am feeling all kinds of disgusting right now. I'm gonna see what this shower system is like. And I'm gonna head to the bathroom. Okay. Actually, uh, Noir, uh, once you're all settled in and cleaned up, I found my uh, personal armament. She pulls up the pistol. It was a little bit underwhelming. Um, do you think you could start looking into getting me something a little bit uh, meatier? I'll see what I can do. And with that, yeah. Uh, do you want it tuned or replaced? Replaced. I'll see what I can do. Uh, also, by the way, you weren't allowed to bring any, like, machine gun. That You could probably have that until it's probably, like, under... Yeah, it's a small thing. But, but my weapons are not going to... No, you, I assume you have an assault rifle or something. Yeah, it is, it is an assault rifle and, like, one of those, like, uh, like a shoulder-mounted rocket launcher. Yeah, those were definitely not with you when you were walking around. Yeah. Because you also were all in civ- civilian clothes. By the way, what are all your civilian clothes look like? Mm. Um, You're still wearing the hat, I assume. Yes. Absolutely. Always. <laughs> Yeah, you noticed that Sandra was actually, like, looking at the hat. You, like, when you, you didn't, she, she, you, she might not thought she was being sneaky, but every time that she, you looked away, she was looking at it. Just like, oh. Like, like, what is this? What? Um, myself, um, it's, uh, pretty dapper looking, all things considered. Like, um. Like a tuxedo? No, no, more like, um, sort of casual, but like a nice sort of casual, like, the loose jacket over a button-up shirt and, uh, you know, slim-fitting jeans. So, okay. yeah. And cowboy boots, actually. So Okay, with, with spurs and everything? No, no, just, you know, like, just, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, leather boots. There's no space Okay, cowboy there. bebop. <laughs> um, it's, it's a bit of a Spike Spiegel look, yeah, but it's not quite... Yeah, it's not... So, the colors are very different. So, Noir has, like cargo pants and uh, like uh, a shirt that like a very generic looking t-shirt and a coat that's like just slightly, like it's not like hanging off him but it's clearly like it's a coat that's slightly too big for him mm-hmm. but it's a very generic like very looks like somebody just like gave him something off of a value rack somewhere like it doesn't match his outfit at all yeah. um probably something like a jumpsuit and like like just because of the like right now probably a jumpsuit because coming out of like doing all those repair work and stuff and you said it that she ain't got a chance to clean up yeah but I assume all of your mechs have a compartment that's just a, a change of clothes yeah so they, um, so get... I don't think I have that anymore yeah yeah your clothes yeah your clothes are actually destroyed they're all they were melted <laughs> my just yeah. my clothes yeah so, my nice pants yeah so uh, she'll probably like <laughs> you're just bumming around in a jumpsuit and a like commissar hat. Yeah. Yeah, she was really looking at you while you were like, <laughs> Yeah. 
Yeah, between her me looking very suspicious, and then there's... Uh, no, you're not suspicious, you're seeing tense. Yeah, tense. <laughs> and then there's Eugene, he's like, oh, look at these wonderful people. I'm gonna rent them a room. Yeah, I mean, she's probably gonna, like, sample the local, like, fashion, just, like, pick some stuff up. Yeah, you guys, can, you guys have a per diem, so you can buy clothes if you want. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff here is yeah, pretty nice. And yeah, it's probably. Actually, notice most clothing stores have a tailor available. Okay, yeah. So, like, you can get tailored clothes. But yeah, um, so like before Noir, so Noir basically like gets it set up. Uh, is there multiple showers here? There's tons. Okay, yeah. So there's he, one. There's, there's. Oh, sorry, that you meant like in general. <laughs> um, yes, there is. There is. Uh, there is one for your room. Um, and you, uh, and there's also one, uh, common one. Alright. Mm-hmm. So, like, Noir will just so, do the common one. He, he does, like, a very utilitarian shower, just to get himself, like, cleaned off with gunk. Tries uh, himself off, and then just asks Phenoptica a couple questions as to what, uh, other sidearm she'd like to have. Honestly, I'd, I'd probably like something that I can use in, uh, you know, human-to-mech combat. Something so, like a, uh, and he lists off the name of a shoulder-mounted rocket launcher. I was thinking more anti-material rifles. Uh, I'm a little bit more familiar with that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I can probably find one of those. Right. Um. Then uh. Uh. Then she like well is like basically sets the the decryptor to run. Like stands up to go to the shower, realizes she has no other clothes. Right, I think I'm actually going to go uh, hit the stores and go shopping for some new clothes. Mine were blown up. Ah, that's probably a good call. Pulls the shirt out, big hole in the middle. Pulls the pants out, big hole in the middle. <laughs> that assumes that the luggage sur- survived in some way, shape, or form. Nah, uh, so I'm going to hit the town. Uh, you guys want to come with, or... Just Sounds don't good. touch my, uh, don't touch the Omni hook. It's doing stuff. Okay. Alright. You see it going through, like... Try decrypt fail, decrypt fail, decrypt fail. <laughs> recycling, recycling. Yeah. Um, so first things first, since we are in, officially in downtime, so leveling up. Is, yes. Uh, talk about the mission. You've talked about it. Change invocation. So is there anything in your invocation you'd like to drop? Those are the like. Those are the post session things. Yeah. No, I think I'm good. Um, I have um. Goofball and I can't remember the other one. Uh, reckless. Was, yeah, reckless. Okay, right. I would like to add flirt to uh, to Eugene. <laughs> Eugene? Yeah. Really? No, okay. Only to Eugene, though. <laughs> no. <laughs> only to the alter ego. Yeah. Sure. No, I actually, actually can, like, you know. Yep. I'll take uh, I'll take flirt regarding stuff about the characters. Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, sure. I'll give it to you. Sweet. Um. So yeah, feel free to note that down. Uh, and no one thinks there's anything on their sheet they would remove. Nope. No, I think my stuff's mostly good. Okay. Yeah. Um, I would put. Hmm. I think we need to call out uh, Noir's. Uh, I know it's kind of in grunt, but also there's. Yeah, there's a specific thing for being like uncomfortable with you know like civilian ah, society. How, how about afraid of normal? Ooh. No, that works. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take you with afraid of normal. Yeah, I'll, I'll take that. Okay. Um, and what about Panoptica? You know, not everyone necessarily needs to have one. I don't think you've done anything this session. Maybe resourceful? I mean... For going that mech? Cobbling the mech together, sure, but... It, mm, 
You didn't like do anything weird, like put like three arms on it or anything. And if you had, if you had taken extra steps to tell me there was something you wanted to customize about it, yeah, I would have, I could right. maybe give it to you, but you just fixed it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um. All right. So, reserves time. All right. So, um, this doesn't need to happen right now, but I think it's a good time since we're nearing the end of the session. Um, you can prepare reserves for the next mission. This is catch-all turn for extra supplies, gear, support, bonuses, allies, etc. You can accumulate during downtime. I give you free result, free reserves. Uh, what I will say is the free reserves you get is you can have whatever gun you want. Alright, sure. So, yeah. uh, like, basically, Noir just goes, um, he manages to, like, get a new one printed. And then, uh, since he can't bring it into the city before he leaves, he actually, like, goes through, clean, like, you know, cleans whatever needs to be done, and also fine-tunes it a little bit. Yeah, you guys have, like, lockers where you could put your gear. Yeah. That's where your hard suits are, because, you again, you weren't walking around with your hard suits on. Yeah. The one thing that you do notice that Noir is doing when, like, he's not, you know, eyeing everything up suspiciously is he is still working on that after-action report. Okay. Um, is there anything you guys want... To, do, to get as reserves. And again, reserves don't have to be objects, they can also be favors or information. Mm. Uh, what about the things we're I'm decrypting? Is that reserves? Information? Hmm? Oh, so the, the, the decrypting is something you can get. I'm sorry, one second. Uh, using So to get reserves, you need to make, take an action. So uh, I'll say, John, you have to try to hack to get that information. Mm-hmm. Uh, 13? Uh, I will say you... You get a chunk of it. Okay. Uh, the whole thing... So by the beginning of the next mission, you won't have all of it, but you will have the broad strokes, top-level stuff. Okay. Um... Let me just double-check. I want to see the power of the cost section. Uh, oh, you can do one of the three tables, I see. Yeah. Ah, name what you want. Okay, so... Name what you want, you always get it, but the GM chooses one or two of the following and fills in detail depending on how outlandish the request is. Ah, I see. Buy some time, get a damn drink, get creative, interesting, get connected. Alright, uh, let's just go through these. Uh, I don't think, because we've never done this before. Okay. So, um, <clears throat> here are power cost mid mission for blah blah blah. Alright, so I'm gonna go through the types of things you can do. Right. Buy some time. You try to save off some reckoning, extend your window of opportunity, or merely buy more time and breathing room for your in your group tag. You might be trying to dodge some heat, survive strand in the wilderness, or cause distraction. I don't um, think that. So I don't think you guys need that. Nope. Uh, get a damn drink. You can only make this action where there's a drink actually that you can get. It doesn't actually have to be a drink, but you blow off some steam, cruise, and generally get into trouble. You could be doing this to make connections, collect gossip. Forge your reputation, or even still forget what happened on the last mission. Okay, um, I'm gonna do get a damn drink. Well, there's other stuff. Oh, 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 let me just finish the rest of them. Okay, right. although uh, you probably will. <laughs> I probably will. Uh, get creative. You tweak something or attempt to make something new, either a physical project or a piece of software. It doesn't have to be something on the gear list, but it generally can't be something as impactful as a piece of mech gear. Once finished, you can use it as reserves. A uh, total result of 9 or lower... Oh, I'm not, I'll go into that if you guys fail. Get focused. You focus on increasing your own skills. You might practice, learn, meditate, or call on a teacher. Uh, before you take this action, name one thing you'd like to learn or improve on. A skill, a technique, academic subject, or language. This could be something like starship piloting, cooking, chess, boxing, history, or etiquette. It should generally be non-combat, 
or a specific skill or something personal. Uh, get organized. You start, run, or improve an organization, business, or other venture. Describe its purpose or goal when you start it up. Choosing from the following. Military, scientific, academic, criminal, humanitarian, industrial, entertainment, political. Track your organization's efficiency and influence from zero to six. When you want to make an error role where your organization can help directly, you can roll your organization's efficiency or influence like a trigger. Um, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so you, then you can gain, uh, you can use this influence to get stuff you can use as reserves. Uh, gather information. You poke your nose around, perhaps where it doesn't belong. You're investigating something. Doing research, following up on mystery, tracking a target, keeping an eye on something. You might be doing research in a library or go undercover in an organization along with it. You can. Whatever you're doing, you generally try to gather information. You can use this information as reserves. Get connected. You try to make connections, call upon favors, ask for help, or draw up support for a particular course of action. Um, you need to be able to communicate with some people um, to take this action. You can use your connection resources or aid as reserves. Scrounge and barter. You try to get your hands on some gear or asset for your group by dredging the scrapyard, chasing down rumors, bartering in the local market, hunting around, or through good old-fashioned force of will. You can try to get some better powered gear that can help you. You can get a vehicle, you can get some narcotics, goods, or other sundries. It's gotta be something physical, but it doesn't necessarily have to be on the gear list. And you can use it as a reserve. So, um, we'll go through and everyone can do one. So does John just get like a freak out the gather information because of the they're decrypting the uh, data drive? Yeah, I'll give that one to you for free. Okay. So what would you like to do, John? Um... I actually don't know. Um... Do you want like mech stuff? Because you can get there's some of the stuff on the table. It's like extra, extra ammo... You get temporarily get boost, get jump jets. You mech reserves. Okay, so here's some sample mech reserves. <clears throat> Ammo, get extra uses of a limited weapon. Rented gear, get access to a weapon or a piece of gear you don't normally have access to. Extra repairs, start a mission with plus two. Get an extra core uh, use. Deployable shield, redundant repair. So how do I get an extra core use? It's just something that you would have. It's yeah, all, you probably there, have there's a like a, There's a D20 table here of like deck of gear I could like randomly give you, but you, you, have, to, you have to tell me what you want and then I will tell you what you need to do to get it. Yeah, I'll, I'm probably like... There's also information here like supplies, disguise, diversion, reputation, safe harbor, knowledge, information about the... the... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I uh, guess... NHP, NHP assistant. <laughs> you can get an NHP. Yeah, just a free NHP. Yeah. Uh, no bombardment. Call an artillery strike, <laughs> accuracy, reinforcements, environmental shielding, etc. So, um, I think I'm actually gonna carouse, uh, look for local contacts. Okay, so you're gonna try to get a contact. All right, roll a relevant trigger. Uh, I don't actually think I've got one of those unless I, you no, know no, I have to get a hold of someone. Sure. Yep. Uh, twenty-two. What? Okay. Um, so, um, you find someone, um, you find a union sympathizer, actually, that you uh, put the squeeze on before, who you didn't realize was actually in town. So you, you essentially have a scrubber going that, like, runs through databases of, like, like personal, open personal information databases, and, and anytime it finds a name that's on your list of friends... 
air, air quotes, they pings it to you. So it looks like you actually have a Union Sympathizer who is living under an assumed name. Um, uh, and doing work for Union um, that you have a bit of leverage on. So he will do something for you. Um, he is in the... He works at the factory. And he'll do something for you, no strings attached. Hmm. Okay. I don't have to get him to do it right now, though. Nope. nope. You can phone him up any time of the day, and he will do something for you. Okay. his power. Cool. Okay. Sounds good. Because you have some damning... You have some damning blackmail on him. Alright. I know his browser history. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> The ultimate leverage. I can prove that he wasn't at the scene of the murder. Here's his browsing history. I'd rather just confess to the murder. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Alright. Chris, would you still like to get a damn drink? I would indeed. Or actually, you said one of the options was to, like, practice a skill or something? Yep. Get focused. Okay, um, I'm gonna... What would you like to learn how to do? I am going to find one of the nearby uh, fighting halls, or like a place where people can like practice martial arts or things like that. Right. Is there something like that? Uh, there are gyms. You gyms, find a dojo yeah. also run by a Eugene. Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna go to a gym and I'm gonna look for like things with like uh, sparring rings and stuff like that, and I'm gonna basically look around for places that you know have. They, you know, people who practice that sort of stuff, and I'm going to learn what I can from these guys. Alright, the only thing you find uh, is a couple's um, martial arts class. Okay. Non-couples are welcome. Uh, so, what do you, by non-couples... That, so single people can show up, and if, if, if they, and if you don't have a partner, they'll provide you one. So it's okay. So it's like speed dating and boxing at the same time? No, they'll have a subaltern be your partner. Oh. <laughs> uh, can I get a damn drink instead? <laughs> <laughs> you look at the thing, you're like, ah. Sure. Okay, thank you. Um, yeah, in that case... So, so you go see this couples, and it's a non-couples uh, welcome, and it's just like a waving subaltern, and you're like, <laughs> like hmm. I'm just gonna turn on my heel, and I'm gonna walk out. And well, gonna... this isn't where I'm supposed to be! Alright, so roll uh, with the roll the trigger. Okay, um, I'm gonna be... just a sec. Where is... Okay. Triggers. Triggers. Okay. Uh, take control? Nope. Yeah. Okay, what about... Can't take control. What track. about apply fists to faces for... You're gonna start a fight? Like, you know, I want to find the sort of bars where, you know, you can get, you know, a, a, a nice... A nice, quaint bar fight. <laughs> this is a utopian society. There's no need for this sort of rap no, Bar it, fight. It's not bar fight. It's, it's utopian, but they still have a police force. Um, so, yeah, uh, sure, you find a CV place and you try to get a guy. This is, for you, this is blowing off steam. That's a seven. Oh, that's not great. No. Um, so this is, blow, this is blowing off steam for you. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, you went to the top, the top, <laughs> top guy bar instead of just the top guy bar. So, well, I mean, I do want to become tougher, so this is actually perfect. Losing is a good way to learn. Okay. Oh, no. Uh, so, he, you get to decide whether or not you had a good time. However, you wake up in a gutter somewhere with only one of the following of your choice. Your dignity, all of your possessions, or your memory. I only wake up with one of them? One of those three. Which one do you want? <laughs> Give me my dignity. Alright, so am I, so I don't have any of my possessions. That includes most of my clothes. So, yeah. So your you, coat is gone. So you have, no, so you have no per diem. Hmm. Per uh, diem? What? So you're, the... the the money that we get paid for living expenses. Yes. Yeah. 
So anything that you need to buy for the next little bit for, for a while. Oh needs to, no! Now needs to go. Now you need to ask for someone else to give you. Jesus, really? From one roll? Oh wow. Okay. Basically, while we're on break, you you, you just can't make any like you can't make any like incidental purchases. Like you, okay. you can eat. You're okay. not gonna starve. You'll have a place to stay. Yeah, you, you don't just, have any fun bucks. You just can't buy anything fun. Oh! So, so if you need to buy alcohol for someone, or you need to buy a cool thing, or you see something you like, you can't get it. Oh! Also, I'd imagine also, your you shirt no, and shoes are gone. Also, you have no idea how you got here. Because you remember walking into the bar. And then after that. And then you remember some, an, a, some sort of impact. You're and not then sure if you applied to someone, or it was applied to you. But it was just, um, yeah. I'm, but I'm you're, but you're like, you, you wake up and you're on a park bench. Okay. In my but underwear. you're not, but no, no, you no. have your dignity. Okay, I still have my clothes. You have your dignity, so you have all of your clothes on. Good. Not even, nobody took his shoes? No. Come Why on. would they need his shoes? I don't know, they're nice looking shoes. They're cowboy boots, man. Like, do you, do you not hear that thing where it's like Julio attempted to do a stage dive at one of his concerts, and they all just parted the seas, let him fall to the floor, and then someone stole his shoes? No. <laughs> No, he, he had the thing that he. Yeah. I, I guess because he's not wearing like sick ass space jays. People here have better fashion sense. <laughs> oh, 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 fuck you, man! <laughs> <laughs> no, but they they particularly they particularly for some reason didn't. You're actually a little offended they didn't want your pants. <laughs> what the? Or, or no, shoes. he took my shoes. Those motherfuckers. But yes, you are fully clothed. Mm. You're not covered in vomit. You're not. Uh, you're not severely concussed. Mm. You just. Probably either got drunk or got in a fight or both. And I don't have my wallet. You don't. And no, your account is your per diem account is cleaned out. God. So you you don't know if you like spent all yeah. the money on someone or or someone like dragged you to an ATM and caused you to withdraw it. Yeah. Or or you lost it in a bet. Maybe you don't remember. I don't remember. Yeah, because you don't oh. remember. So you know what? There's only one way to. But did us. you have a good time or not? You get to decide. You know what? I had a great fucking time. Yeah, so the, so all this, you, you, you're thinking, like, where's my money? Like, well, how did I get here? But you distinctly remember having a great time. I remember me laughing. Like, you wake up yeah. and, you, and you were and you're smiling. Yes. Like, you woke up from a great dream. You had a wonderful sleep, despite being hungover. <laughs> and you know you know something good happened. Whatever it was, it was good. And but you, you know what? You wake up in a ditch, but it's still playing that, like, da 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 Again, you had to you didn't wake up in a ditch. You know oh, what? Yeah. It's oh no, sorry, you wake up in a gutter somewhere. <laughs> I'm right. going back to that bar. Alright. <laughs> Another time. Another yeah, time. Sure, sure. Go ahead, rob me. I'm already broke. <laughs> Alright. Then they steal your shoes so they can sell them. <laughs> uh, Alright, Harry, what would you like to do? I don't know. I'm kind of um, torn between trying to do something get creative, but I don't really know what. Um, I could, I was thinking. I could ask around the like the hangers and stuff because like the, you said the mechs that we fought against, or at least the ones that weren't like specific models, very much look like the the mining gear and stuff like that. Well, they, we were, they looked like they were made here. They were made here. Okay. I'm trying to think like what particular thing I'm trying to follow up on. You want information about these mechs? Yeah, what? something like that. Like because the whole thing is is that noir kind of suspects that although the local government is playing ball with Union, they're also funneling, like, you know, tech and supplies to the uh, the Fingers of Truth. And so he's trying to, like, get an idea of, like, okay, how tenuous, how viable is that, like, particular course of action that he can prove at least. Okay. Uh, gather information, then. Alright. 
can I say that staying cool is a part of this? Uh, do you have anything else? Uh, blow something up, hack or fix or patch. I'll give you a stay cool. Alright. Uh, that is a 21. Uh, okay. Uh, you get the information, clearly no complications. Yep. Um, so you find, you don't find any direct links to... Yeah, I didn't the, expect ...between it. the government and the fingers of truth, but somebody had to be making these maps. Yes. So, and, and you talk to the guys who are, uh, actually disassembling, uh... Uh, an, uh, Panoptica's mech because it does have parts and the serial numbers are not ones that are known of in uh, Syria. Okay, so, so they, they didn't come from So here. they weren't made here. Okay. Um, can I... Is there like a really quick follow-up question I can do that? Were all the subalterns made on this planet? Or were they shipped from off-world? At least all the subalterns that they were would, They would have been made on Trident. Okay. So, but yeah, you're not sure... Uh, where exactly? Where they were made. Yeah. Okay, but all of them were made on board. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, uh, so yeah, you get the information. I'm assuming he taught, like, the way that he does it is he just starts talking shop with the uh, the scrappers. And then once he has that, he, like, starts adding a bit of extra stuff to his after-action report. Yeah. I mean, probably made with materials from this planet, but we're not sure. Like, yeah. we'll have to, we don't have a whole mech to look at, because all of them were... Buried. Either crushed or crushed... <laughs> Or buried. Or crushed or, and then exploded. Or blown up. Alright. But yeah. Um, yeah, I will just... So I return back to the room and like I spend the rest of the day uh, working on the after-action report before eventually, I'm assuming, Axel like stumbles in in a daze and just sort of falls into his bed. Yep. Yep. Axel seems to have had a good time. <laughs> he, he stumbles in with a smile on his face, his eyes half open, and collapses uh, onto his bed. Yeah, face down. I go over, I check his pulse. Oh, he's fine. Yeah. I check his pulse. I he's check dead! <laughs> I check his pulse, I check to make sure that his, like, his pupils aren't fucked up from a oh, concussion. Oh, his pupils are fucked up. No. Oh. Yeah. Uh, like, one's dilating really fast, the other's dilating real slow for some reason. Kid, this is a good, good city we found ourselves in. I'd say you're suffering from a mild concussion. <laughs> yeah, I am. <laughs> and he just tells like... Yeah, then he goes back to writing the after action report. Uh, and with that, I think we'll call it. All right. Uh, you've all kind of gotten your, uh, you've all done your downtime, and uh, on the next session, we'll uh, figure out what your next mission is. Sweet. Right. Yeah. Maybe we'll get a, a, an extra mech pilot. Maybe. 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 Who knows? Anything could happen. Anything could happen. Mm. All right. We'll see you guys right. next time. Good night, everyone. Good night. Hey everyone, thanks for listening. You can find us on Tumblr at listentothesenerds.tumblr.com or on Twitter at LTTNCast. All our music is sourced from Incompetech.com and is licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. You can email us at listentothesenerds at gmail.com.